Hello, thank you for joining me, Elizabeth Matthew on Positively Addicted. Today's podcast is entitled, Disappointed but Not Distracted. During the different seasons of our life, in different situations and with different people, we can feel disappointed. In fact, sometimes our disappointments can rip us apart so much that it goes into the level of being disappointed with God himself. Now that is the heartbreaking part. It is a normal course of human nature and our human life to go through disappointments on different levels because we are human and we have very normal human structures and boundaries of thinking. So when does our disappointment disappoint God himself? Flashback to thousands of years to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. God gave them everything and yet they couldn't obey him in one simple single command, not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Imagine God's disappointment with Adam and Eve. Imagine his disappointment with the whole human race because when Adam sinned, all of the human race are now under sin. But then God sent Jesus to die on the cross so that you and I can experience salvation and peace. Coming back to the story of Adam and Eve, fast forward a few years later, Adam and Eve's firstborn son murders his own brother Abel. Bad enough, they were kicked out of the garden and now Their older son is a murderer of their own second child who had done nothing wrong. Imagine the disappointment of these parents. How sad they would have been. Throughout the Bible, we see a common characteristic or trait in each of the people mentioned. Even when they did what God told them to do, And even if he promised to be with them during the most difficult moments of their life, they all experience disappointments in different areas of their lives, just like us. But there is a difference between them and us. What exactly is that difference? The difference is that even if there were ups and downs of disappointment, they didn't get distracted. That's why in Hebrews chapter 11, The Holy Spirit mentions the names of so many people in the Bible who have done great things for God, but they too had experienced disappointments. They knew that God had the power to turn things around and even if he didn't, they would still continue believing in him and completing the work that he had entrusted to them with faithfulness. In Genesis chapters 37 to 50, we see the detailed story of Joseph, son of Jacob, the patriarch. Now, imagine yourself getting the full attention of your father as his favorite child. Imagine your father presenting you with a multicolored, beautiful coat only for you and not for your brothers and sister. Imagine your communication with your dad in sharing your dreams with him. Imagine that even when your brothers are envying you, you had a good relationship with your earthly father. 
Imagine your father sending you to the fields to inquire about your brother's whereabouts and how they are doing. Imagine that as you're walking toward them, they are already conspiring to kill you. Imagine your brothers already planning to throw you into a pit so that some animal will eat you up and then planning to tell your father, whose favorite son you are, that a beast has eaten you up. Imagine only one of your brothers, Reuben, the oldest, deviating the others from killing you and suggesting for you to be thrown into a pit so that he can come and rescue you later. But imagine that when Reuben is not present, the rest of your brothers strip you of your multicolored coat which your father gifted you and throw you into a pit. And then imagine this heartbreaking scenario. While you are in the pit, disappointed, shocked and even dejected, your brothers sit around your pit of misery and have a meal with no qualms whatsoever, literally enjoying a meal. And then imagine your brother Judah suggesting you to be sold to a bunch of Ishmaelite traders for 20 pieces of silver when your father Jacob is actually one of the richest men in the land. Imagine the value they have put on your life. I just want to add a little light bulb moment here. Jesus came from the tribe of this same man Judah who suggested about the sale of his brother to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. Thousands of years later, Judah's own descendant, Jesus, would be sold for 30 pieces of silver, a difference of just 10 pieces of silver. Betrayal in the Old Testament led to the betrayal of the blood of our Savior in the New Testament. Coming back to jo- coming back to Joseph, imagine you being sold as a slave in the land of Egypt so far away from your birthplace and from your father with whom you have such an amazing relationship with at such a young age. Imagine the level of disappointment you would have. Imagine that your brothers are so deceptive that they dip your coat in animal blood and show your father and prove to him that you have been actually eaten by an animal and that you are dead and gone. Imagine how much of lack of empathy they had when Jacob held on to that coat and cried for days in sorrow, wondering what had happened to his son. Imagine the disappointment on Jacob's part, a man who had literally seen visions more than his father and grandfather put together, a man who had actually seen a ladder go up to heaven, how much of disappointment he would have felt during this time. Jacob was disappointed, but he wasn't distracted. Imagine the level of hatred and jealousy that is in your brothers because of you. But wait, despite all these disappointments which Joseph had and you and I constantly face, Joseph never got distracted. His focus was always on God and that's why he didn't commit the sexual sin with Potiphar's wife when she seduced him. 
he could have easily sinned by sleeping with her he would have got so many benefits by carrying on a clandestine secret relationship with her sometimes people go into having extramarital affairs excusing themselves by thinking things like oh well my spouse is not good to me or my spouse doesn't care anymore my spouse doesn't love me or that you know my spouse is not at all kind doesn't spend time with me so i am distracted and going and chasing after somebody else to fulfill my needs we have a lot of excuses empty number of excuses when we commit sin but do you know what the truth is no matter what we are facing in life our disappointment is not a justification to do what we think is right when it is not right with god disappointment with life can be used by the enemy to draw you away from god and wander around in self-inflicted darkness and misery because life is not going the way you expected it to go i can make all the excuses under the sun to sin so that i am justified does it work like that no 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 joseph didn't think like that and don't forget he lived in the old testament before jesus came he was completely focused on god imagine this that even if joseph lived in the times of the old testament and even before the law was given as a young person in the land of egypt he knew in the depths of his heart what was right and what was wrong God himself teaches his children. Fast forward to many years later, Joseph's brothers and father are dependent on him as the highest authority after Pharaoh to feed not only the people of Egypt but also the people around. I'm going to fast forward this this part because I want all of you to read these chapters so that the whole story becomes way more clearer and more real. When finally Joseph is revealed to his brothers, I love this part. His brothers are so scared that he will take revenge on them for what they did to him. They literally fall down at his feet. Remember he was in the pit literally at their feet years and years back. But see how God changes the whole order. They fell at his feet and said, "Behold, we are your servants." Joseph's response is classic of a child of God. He says, "Do not be afraid, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. Now therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones." And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. You know I've always wondered about Joseph's kind response to his brothers after all that they did to him. All those years he was disappointed. It was terrible what happened to him, but he wasn't distracted. He held on to God whom he knew was a just God and trusted God to lead him in his glory and in his wisdom. Joseph was led from the pampering of his father to a pit then to the prison for a crime he did not commit and finally to the palace. I mean it can't get better than that. So remember the four Ps in your life: pamper, pit, 
prison and then palace there's always a you know experiences like this at different seasons of our lives but these are all experiences to train us and equip us for the wonderful heavenly palace that god is getting ready for us you might be feeling like you are in a pit which others maybe your own family members or your friends or whoever has thrown you into and maybe they are making you feel like you are in a prison of accusation or judgment or criticism doesn't matter maybe you're disappointed with your families like your parents or in-laws or spouses or relatives the list goes on or your children or friends could be anybody remember this there will always be people who may not be members of your fan club or mine there will be always people who will be against you and me think of it like this sometimes people can be jealous sometimes they can hate you or me for what we represent there can be different reasons for the hate or the envy just like joseph's brothers so don't worry as long as you do not imitate joseph's brothers in terms of being jealous and hateful and lying but be like joseph standing up to him if you are listening to his voice through his word god will justify you don't get dis- distracted with your disappointments but use them to propel you to focus more on christ and learn a very in fact super important lesson which i am closing this podcast with in life disappointments are inevitable so that you and i know that the only one who has and will always love you and me despite our human failings is jesus christ the lord of lords and king of kings focus on him turn your disappointments into stepping stones to draw closer and closer and closer to him and as joseph said to his brother what you meant for evil god turns it around for good wow that my friend is the key his brothers wanted to kill him but god spoke through reuben and then through judah he will always make sure that the evil plans of man will not prevail but God's plans will always shine forth for your life and mine. No matter which level of disappointment you are in, tier 1, tier 2, tier 3, tier 4, I can go on. Still, just be patient. God has an amazing journey planned for you and for me. There is only one who will never disappoint us. never ever disappoint us and that is Jesus Christ lord of lords and king of kings there is nobody like him when we expect we get disappointed that's how it works when we don't expect then we don't get disappointed it's as simple as that so shall we pray heavenly father thank you for keeping us encouraged through your glorious word Help us never to be distracted from you by looking at our disappointments but help us to be clear about who we trust more than anyone or anything else. Open our hearts so that we can see you and worship you. Help us to be mindful of you and aware of you rather than of our worries or problems. Jesus, I know that every situation that we are going through is for you to propel us and to help us. to reach our heavenly heavenly kingdom because you are preparing mansions for us 
Thank you for speaking to each one of our hearts so that we will learn to accept you as our only Savior, so that we will believe in you and know that you are mighty and that you shed your innocent blood, your pure, your righteous blood for every single person on the face of this earth before, now and those who are to come. Thank you, Jesus, for renewing my listeners and myself with a new sense of purpose and strength that we will never, ever get distracted from you and the goal and the higher calling that you have for each one of us. Thank you, to, thank you so much for listening to this prayer. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and Amen. God bless you. Till we meet again. Shalom. Bye-bye.